is the Electile Dysfunction Podcast with Ashton Cohen. Way more interesting than anything you're listening to on NPR. Probably less exciting than what you're watching on OnlyFans. Bruh. We're going to talk about the issues that really matter. Our country, our economy, the Fed, QE, GDP, BTC, NFTs, AOC, the CCP, Cardi B, Ow. Yeezy, Yellow Socks, Iran, Joe Biden's dementia, Come on, man. and probably sex robots. We stand for a free and open debate and exchange of ideas. And if you disagree with anything we talk about, you are a racist and no better than Hitler. What? Let's get started. So recently, Dr. Fauci claimed that he is only controversial because he tells, quote, inconvenient truths. So that got us thinking, what are the inconvenient truths you are not allowed to discuss today? You know, the kinds of stuff that the media will call disinformation, racist, a conspiracy theory, and subsequently pressure the big tech institutions to censor. Well, as you can imagine, there's so many things that could qualify. But we decided to focus on 10 of the biggest inconvenient or controversial truths, at least as a starting point. So inconvenient truth number one, the COVID-19 survival rate. It's over 99% of the U.S. overall, and with respect to children, it poses virtually no risk at all. There are approximately 73 million Americans who are under 18. Out of that 73 million, approximately 300 have died with COVID-19 in the almost two years since we've been with the virus. That equates to 0.00004% of Americans under 18 have died from this virus. And many of those, by the way, had pre-existing conditions such as leukemia and other forms of cancer. For a bit more perspective, close to 800 children die every year from drowning. Yet despite all this being evident early on, American children who are already years behind many of their foreign counterparts in white supremacist subjects such as math or science, were robbed of a year of school and are still forced to wear masks all day in school districts around the country. And here's another inconvenient truth the media barely covers. Individuals who have natural immunity because of previous infection have a 6 to 13 time greater protection against COVID-19 than do individuals who just got the vaccine. That's according to the most comprehensive study comparing natural immunity to vaccine immunization, which came out of Israel. This shows us that once again, the vaccine mandate is not only unconstitutional, but just stupid because tens of millions of Americans have natural immunity to COVID-19. And for inconvenient truth number three, we return to the patron saint of leftist science, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Contrary to his claims, which he made before Congress, the infallible Dr. Fauci funded gain-of-function research on the bat coronaviruses that scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology were experimenting on. Just a little reminder, by the way, for over a year, the media would demonize anyone and call them racist or conspiracy nuts if they alleged or even entertained the idea that the Wuhan coronavirus emanated from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It only became acceptable in the mainstream press to discuss the lab leak theory after liberal comedian Jon Stewart had a hilarious rant about it on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. So while it's now acceptable to discuss the lab leak theory, the media still doesn't want to shed light on the fact that St. Fauci sent taxpayer money from the National Institute of Health, NIH, to EcoHealth Alliance to fund the gain-of-function research being conducted at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And by the way, numerous scientists for over a decade have warned about the dangers of -of gain-of-function research, and U.S. law did not permit 
its funding. Fauci not only enabled funding of gain of function research, but then lied about it under oath at a congressional hearing, famously when he was questioned by Rand Paul. But again, the corrupt corporate media could care less. They're more interested in lionizing the man, as evidenced by the recently released shitty Fauci propaganda film from Disney. And by the way, if there's one corporation that knows about propaganda, it's Disney. This is the company who just last year gave, quote, a special thanks, end quote, to the CCP's government and propaganda agencies who have been overseeing the Uyghur internment into concentration camps. So for number four, let's move on to a less heated topic, race. Here's number four inconvenient truth you're not supposed to talk about. That is the FBI statistics detailing the race of the victims of unarmed police shootings. Now, I will concede one of the few areas that the traditional left has always been correctly concerned about is the abuse of power by police officers. But of course, like everything else, the woke progressives can't just maintain a reasonable position and call it a fucking day. So they start moving on from discussions about reasonable reforms to slogans like abolish the police and claiming like LeBron James did, that intellectual scholar, that cops are hunting down black men. You're allowed to make those kinds of statements. That's culturally acceptable. What you're not allowed to do, what you're not supposed to do, is express that the amount of attention devoted to covering police shootings is overblown, or to borrow a favorite term from the woke social justice types, is completely disproportionate. In any event, almost twice as many Unarmed whites have been killed by the police relative to unarmed blacks. I'll repeat that again. Almost twice as many unarmed whites have been killed by the police relative to unarmed blacks. That's according to the FBI's most recent statistics, showing that there are 25 white unarmed victims killed by police compared to 14 unarmed blacks killed by police in 2019. And that brings us to the fifth inconvenient truth. Because you are certainly not permitted to put in context the 14 police shootings of unarmed black men and compare it to the nearly 8,000 black-on-black homicide victims in 2020. Several of them were innocent children who got virtually zero coverage by the media or Black Lives Matter. And speaking of black children, that brings us to number six. Inconvenient truth number six, because the one thing you definitely cannot mention is that since the 1970s, black babies have been aborted at a higher rate, a disproportional rate, there's that term again, relative to every other racial group in the country. It's estimated that nearly 19 million black babies have been aborted since the Roe v. Wade verdict in 1973. Now, while on this show we respect reasonable people who are on both sides of this issue, keyword reasonable, it is interesting that the media and white progressives don't like anyone to mention that, for instance, the African-American population would be at least 50% larger than it is today if it weren't for abortion clinics and organizations like Planned Parenthood, founded by racist eugenicists like Margaret Sanger, deliberately concentrating 80% of their locations in non-white communities. And speaking of non-white communities, that brings us to number seven. See, as we all know, the New York Times, Washington Post, all the mainstream media really, have been obsessed with propagating the narrative of America being this racist, white supremacist wonderland. They perpetuate this idea that white people, a group which I'm not considered a part of, 
are this powerful oppressor class controlling all the levels of power and keeping minorities down the socioeconomic ladder. Yet the median household income for white families, approximately $75,000, is significantly lower than the median household income for dozens of minority ethnic groups in the United States. For example, Indian American families earn about 90% more than the average white American family. Taiwanese American, Filipino American, Pakistani American, Chinese American, Japanese American, Indonesian American, Iranian American, Lebanese American, Israeli American, and Turkish American households all make, on average, 10 to 30,000 more in annual income relative to white American households, and Nigerian American households are not far behind. So someone will have to explain, if America is such a white supremacist society, why are there so many immigrant groups making so much more money than your average white family? And speaking of income disparities, for number eight inconvenient truth, we turn to the so-called gender pay gap. One of the most intellectually dishonest and ridiculous lies is this claim that women make 75 cents to a dollar than men make for doing the same job. You heard this repeated by leftist organizations and progressives like Obama and Senator Elizabeth Warren. That's completely untrue. The origin of this claim comes from a statistic which compared the average man's salary to the average woman's salary in the U.S. But it wasn't apples-to-apples comparison. It's actually a completely useless statistic because it doesn't take into account crucial differences such as average hours worked, experience levels, type of profession, union membership, and a dozen other important variables. When you do do an actual direct comparison, an apples-to-apples comparison, Comparing men and women in identical occupations, which is the whole point of the comparison, identical positions, seniority, hours worked, education level, and experience level, you get roughly the same wages for the two sexes. Multiple reputable studies have demonstrated this. And speaking of money, let's go to inconvenient truth number nine, which is that 40% of all U.S. dollars were created in the last year and a half. This is another fact that gets minimal coverage in the mainstream media, and when they do reference the money printing and massive government spending, you're told not to worry about it, or not to worry about the inflation either, because Keynesian spending programs are embraced by progressives, particularly progressive economists like the New York Times' Paul Krugman, who has been literally wrong about every economic phenomenon for the last 30 years. This is the guy, by the way, who thought the internet would be a fad, and said Bitcoin would go to zero. But we should be worried about the insanely irresponsible fiscal monetary policies promoted by these Keynesian progressives as they are causing significant asset inflation, exacerbating income inequality, and devaluing the dollar. Not surprisingly, we are seeing concerning levels of inflation that we haven't witnessed in decades. And the actual inflation rate is well over 10% if we were using the more realistic CPI metric that we used up until 1980. And for inconvenient truth number 10, let's finish on a good note. Climate change. You're going to start to hear way more about climate change this year now that Trump is at least temporarily out of the spotlight. After all, the media needs something to scare the American people about. But here's something you should know. Despite all the hysteria surrounding climate change, it is notable that the deaths from climate-related natural disasters, this includes things like hurricanes and floods, Those deaths have significantly gone down over the century. In the 1920s, 5.4 million people died from natural disasters. In the most recent decade, 400,000 did. And amazingly, this happened 
while the global population quadrupled over the same time period. So 5.4 million people died 100 years ago, 400,000 died in this last decade, and the global population quadrupled. While climate change is occurring, it is a problem that can be managed, and it's not deserving of the apocalyptic narrative that power-hungry politicians and special interest groups like to traffic and profit from. And this is a subject that I promise we will dive more into in future episodes, because going forward, once we're past COVID, forever past COVID, the new justification for authoritarians abridging your civil liberties will be premised on combating climate change. I can guarantee you that. So my friends, stay strong. Speak truthfully and honestly, and don't allow insecure, miserable, wannabe tyrants to try to bully you or force you to go along with their lies and deception. And when you are at Thanksgiving next month and your BLM flag-waving relatives start going off on some bullshit that they heard in CNN or read in the New York Times, maybe armed with some of these facts, you might be able to talk a little bit of sense into them. Probably not, but hey, it's worth a shot, right? If you enjoyed our show, Please click subscribe to stay up to date with our YouTube channel and podcast and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts so that we can keep delivering guys some great content. Thanks for listening and we will be back next week. We're going to talk about the issues that really matter. Our country, our economy, the Fed, QE, GDP, BTC, NFTs, AOC, the CCP, Cardi B, Ow. Yeezy, Yellow Socks, Iran, Joe Biden's dementia, Come on, man. and probably sex robots. We stand for a free and open debate and exchange of ideas. And if you disagree with anything we talk about, you are a racist and no better than Hitler. What? Let's get started.